Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Monday, October the 19th. First up in a story from court today, a prison officer has admitted making and receiving calls and texts from a convicted murderer at Swaleside Prison on the Isle of Sheppey. Kerry-Ann Stevens had already admitted misconduct in a public office after having a relationship with killer Louis Tate. It's now emerged the 26-year-old from Woodlands Road in Aylesford has a 16-month-old child and Tate is thought to be the father. She's due back in court next month to be sentenced. Next today, and a pub landlord says he could be forced to close if stricter lockdown restrictions were in place for more than a couple of weeks. Alan Weeks runs the Imperial Arms in Chislehurst. He classes it as being in Kent, but they have a Bromley postcode, so we're now in Tier 2. That means people can't socialise with anyone outside of their family group or support bubble indoors. Alan's been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV. Individuals from different households can't come into the pub and sit together. Uh, So we have lots of regular guys that come in to socialise. We only have nine tables in the pub. Uh, We'll have to put those on different tables, uh, which will make it almost impossible to trade properly. We are, you know, a a medium-sized pub, a food-led pub. Um, We're always fully booked at the weekends. I have three chefs, I have eight bar staff. Um, operating under this, these restrictions, uh, we just won't be able to make any money. Well, in fact, we'll be losing. It might be, uh, if it's going to go on for more than a few weeks, then I think we'd have to shut and go back to what we did in lockdown, where we reduce the staff costs and just do takeaways to try and cover the rent. We were looked after, um, you know, reasonably well in the first lockdown, in terms of a grant, in terms of a bounce back loan. Um, but I just don't think the government have got that sort of money to, to, to do that again. I think the worst case scenario is that the restrictive measures um, reduce our takings to such an extent that we will be losing considerable amounts of money each week, uh, which will then force us to shut, lay off the staff, um, and obviously, you know, it's quite a big wage bill, we wouldn't be able to afford to pay them. I thought that we were being in Chislehurst, you know, our, our address is um, Chislehurst, Kent, I thought we would be lucky and be safe, but because we are, our postcode is under the London Borough of Bromley, um, we are included. But the infection rate in Bromley and Chislehurst, I'm led to believe, is still fairly low. Um, so you know, we are different. We're not really a London pub. We're in the we're in the leafy suburbs, uh, but we'll be tr- being treated as a London pub. In more coronavirus news, people have turned up for a coronavirus test in Sevenoaks only to find out the testing site didn't exist. Patients used the National Booking Portal and were told to go to the Otford Road Park and Ride, but the council say for some reason the mobile testing unit hadn't been deployed. They're investigating and people have been told to rebook at another site. Data shows hospitals in Kent have cleared more than a third of their inpatients during the pandemic. More than a 1,000 people were moved from wards during March and April because of concerns about the NHS being overwhelmed. The boss of Medway's Trust says they want to keep occupancy rates low to make sure patients are sent home quickly when they no longer need treatment. A Medway school has been completely closed today because of a number of coronavirus cases. All 600 pupils at Cedar Children's Academy in Strood have been told to stay at home. 
Last week, year three children and staff went into quarantine after someone tested positive, and now others at the school have also caught COVID-19. And Eurotunnel's profits have dropped by 17% as the travel industry continues to be hit by the crisis. They made £227 million in the third quarter of the financial year. Parent firm GetLink, which operates between Folkestone and France, has put an action plan in place to help cut costs during the pandemic. Kent Online News. The Archbishop of Canterbury has written a joint letter with other senior church leaders warning the government's controversial new Brexit legislation could set a disastrous precedent. Justin Welby says the decisions implemented in the UK Internal Market Bill would profoundly affect the relationship between the four nations of the UK. The bill, which could breach international law by overriding key parts of the EU withdrawal agreement, is being debated in the House of Lords. French authorities say an asylum seeker has died trying to cross the Channel to reach the UK. His body was found on a beach near Songat outside Calais yesterday morning. More than 100 people arrived in Kent on small boats over the weekend and it's thought many were also made to return to France. Now, four men have been charged with people smuggling offences after being arrested near a service station on the A2 in Kent. Two brothers from Albania and two lorry drivers from Romania are due in court via virtual video link. They were detained near the Cobham services on Friday after four men were seen moving from a lorry to two cars. They're now being dealt with by immigration enforcement. A Gillingham mum whose daughter told her she wanted to be white has written a book to help other children appreciate who they are. Isha Dubua decided to put together a collection of affirmations and even managed to illustrate it all during lockdown. She's been chatting to the Kent Online podcast. She came to me one day, sat next to me on the sofa and said, Mummy, I want to be white. And I was taken aback. Um, I mean, if she was a little beautiful white girl, that would be fine. But she isn't. She's a beautiful black girl. And it just saddened me so much that she would want to be anybody other than who she actually is. Um, so, I, you know, I had conversations with her about the fact that she's wonderful and she wouldn't want to, she shouldn't want to be anybody else. But I just felt that it wasn't I was saying the words, but she wasn't really taking them on board. So I felt that I had to do something else in order to empower her and and make her fall in love with herself. I decided that I was going to write a book of affirmations. Uh, It's something that I do with the children a lot. When I put them to bed, I'll say, you're wonderful, you're worthy, you're excellent. And I just thought, how do I couple those words of affirmation with a positive black image? Um, because often, you know, when when I'm saying it to my daughter, she's probably just thinking, oh, yes, mum, you said I'm beautiful. You know, when you say to your kids, oh, I love you, they're kind of like, oh, yes, mum. And I thought I needed to have something that was more impactful than me just saying it to her. So that's how the Book of Affirmation came about with the with the images that are attached with it. When I told her I was going to write a book for her, she was looked at me kind of oddly and thought, mum, you're going to write a book. But as it started to come together she was really interested and I illustrated the pictures myself um, because I hadn't planned on writing a book this is in the middle of lockdown and I thought well I don't have a budget for for an illustrator this wasn't in in the plan so I'm quite a creative um, person so I thought let me just try and see if I can you know take a picture of hers and trace elements and add elements and that came out okay so I ended up 
calling family members, friends of friends and getting um, their daughters um, pictures in it as well. So the whole of the book are pictures of little girls that, that my daughter knows or that are relatives. So the, the book's been really impactful in that it's, it's been useful for those young girls as well. I felt it was important to to donate a couple of copies into the school because that's you know that's where she's based um, and it was received really well and that you know we took pictures outside the school with the book and it was read as a home time story um, in her class which she was really proud about. I've had feedback from um, parents of boys who have said they got the book for them because they want to teach their their boys to appreciate and value women. I've had feedback from, you know, young white girls who said, oh, you know, my friend looks just like the girl in this picture. And I think it's a book for everybody because the words apply to all children. You know, amazing, wonderful, extraordinary is every single child. So although the images on the page are of beautiful black girls, all of the words apply to all children. Um, and I'm actually doing a version for boys and I'm going to be doing um, another set of books with children from with all images because I think it's really important for children to see beauty in all its forms. Trains have been running again between Sittingbourne and Sheerness after a boat hit the King's Ferry Bridge yesterday. The crossing, which links Sheppey with the mainland, was closed for several hours. It's thought people on the yacht spotted an unexploded bomb in the water before crashing into the bridge and running aground. Former Love Island star Jack Fincham says he's devastated after crashing his car outside a pub near Dartford. The 28-year-old collided with another vehicle in Wilmington on Saturday. It's not thought anyone was badly injured, but his £35,000 Mercedes was damaged. He posted a video about it on his Instagram stories. I do not have any luck with cars. I don't understand it. I'm devastated. It's a brand new car as well. Devastated. But thankfully no one was injured, so... Oh, it's just a bit of metal at the end of the day, isn't it? But it's all being dealt with by the police and by um, the insurance companies, but I'm just upset about the car. Such a shame. People need to slow down on that road. They really do need to slow down on that road because people, turn, people do turn right. Devastated, absolutely devastated. A search is underway for two stag statues that used to be on display in Ashford's Victoria Park. It was previously thought the deer figures had been melted down during the Second World War so the metal could be used in munitions. New evidence suggests they were still around in the 1950s. The council want to find them and return them to their original home. A new Bollywood movie is being filmed in Canterbury. Actors and crew have been spotted today working around the Palace Street and Sun Street area. Meantime, tickets have gone on sale for a pop-up pantomime at Kent's biggest theatre. The Marlowe's production of Jack and the Beanstalk was cancelled because of the pandemic, but they'll be putting on a show in Canterbury called Nurse Nelly Saves Panto instead. You can hear from the producer and director on the What's On pages at Kent Online. And while you're on the site, we've got the fascinating story of the ill-fated Franklin expedition, which left Greenhithe back in 1845 in search of Canada's Northwest Passage. There is an incredible picture of one of the sailors who was on board. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to ilifmediasubs.co.uk.
News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.